0: There is an element to these musical scores that I, most of these songs, except I'm sure you're going to throw some obscure ones, but most people, they hear the, the beginning five or six notes, right? The, the few bars of music yeah. and you immediately know the movie, where you were in your life, the scene, like everything it floods back into you. This for me is probably the most visceral, like this, this gets me. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! (coughs) Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks.
1: So good. Yeah.
0: If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing. They are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all?
1: It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd, was an absolute
1: joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said. Yeah. That was a
0: tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor, they're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out Verde Media. Today's episode, Epic 80s Movie Scores. The very first episode of Buzz in the Tower was called Radical 80s Movie Jams. We covered everything from Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone to Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters. Today, we head back to the realm of music, but with our eyes and ears on some of the most epic theatrical scores ever composed. These works of art create suspense, evoke emotions, and sometimes are as popular as the movies themselves. So sit back, grab a glass of wine, and enjoy a most sophisticated journey into the classical music of the 80s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the cello playing Dana Barrett to my Vigo the Carpathian, Max Sanders. And with that, let's get
1: classy. Really? Like, (laughs) we're not even talking about Ghostbusters. (laughs) I
0: am an uncultured swine. (laughs) I can't even give you like a good classical music reference other than, uh, what was the James Bond movie where there's a cello player too? Was that the living daylights or it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember. I, I, am not a James Bond guy. I need to be though. The we women
1: should... heroines in that always play an instrument.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll take that as being true. I don't okay. even know if that's the case. It
1: sounds Max, good. It sounds good. Max, welcome to the show. I'm nervous. You about should this be. One. This is way out of our league. No, you're, you are musically inclined. I can't, yeah, you I can't cannot. keep a
0: beat. Well, the, you, you being tone deaf doesn't prevent you from talking about music. I don't know. <laughs> You do it
1: look scared. It makes me nervous because I have to talk about like swells and swoons and oh whoa, these look these sound like real world,
0: and, real world, worlds, yeah. worlds. Uh, this ep- this will be fun. I mean, look, let's get the housekeeping out of the way before we jump into all this fun stuff. Okay, number one. Very excited to announce. Actually, technically, we announced it yesterday on Facebook and Instagram. But very excited to announce the winner of our
1: 80sTeas dot com first gave contest. Absolutely, I didn't like that you gave it away. I wanted a <laughs> contest. Fight for our life. Fight
0: for it. So the contest was to drop a photo as a post on our Facebook page, and we had hundreds of people do this. It was really cool, and the winner was patty
1: phillips myers who gave a photo of the outsiders really good photo it's like the way the outsiders have written was all kind of graffiti-ish yeah. and they're, they're all just posting how much attitude. do you love the outsiders a lot a lot yeah yeah the first hour and a half then it gets then it gets too sad <laughs> It's too real for you. Yeah. Stay golden. (laughs) Stay golden. There you go. So congrats to her. And
0: then as always, 80s tees.com, our sponsor every week is giving us a $50 gift card. And this week I don't have a competition. I know you hate this. Boo. Um, I got something really cool though. So our fans, this is a theme we're going to talk about right now. Our fans are incredible. I mean, incredible. Of the best. Of the best. Of the best. Of the best. We have a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. We right did now. it. We, we just hit a thousand. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, there's other podcasts out there. I'm thumbing through, taking a look at what the competition's up to. They've got like a <laughs> hundred. Yeah. So we have a thousand. So we thought it would be kind of cool if we found the first review that was ever given to us. And, oh. and it was, it was by a guy. I assume a guy could have been a girl. And the name listed was metal Jr J J E R. <laughs> so if you're listening, reach out to us either through our website, uh, through Instagram, through Facebook, carrier and, pigeon, yeah, and make a compelling case that makes us believe that this was you. If it's not you, <laughs> if you have six days. This comes out on Tuesday you have six How days. You prove it? I don't know. I'm, Cause I trust mankind. We're just gonna have to trust this person. Okay. Hopefully they're not lying to us. But if we don't validate who this metal juror is, Jer, juror, I do know the second one. The second person to ever leave us a review is a buddy of mine from high school. His name's Adam Katchke and I'm totally teasing him right now because yeah, Ad, Adam, fun, yeah. you got six days. If we can uh, not, if we don't find who this metal jar is, it's yours. The fifty dollars gift card is yours. Thank you to all of our incredible fans for hitting a thousand reviews. Uh, just unbelievably humbled by the whole thing.
1: Two thousand coming next week. Wow,
0: that's bold. And speaking of fans, I just got to say, I, we have a soft moment. We have a real moment, emotional Mother's moment. Mother's Day kind of stuff. No, nah, nah, I'm not gonna cry. Uh, Max, I don't even know if you saw this yet. So obviously if you listen to the show, you know, Max is our social media manager and we literally 15 minutes ago got this message. Have you checked your Instagram?
1: Not since we've had our headphones on. There you no. we go. Well, I have
0: because I'm I'm that kind of guy. That's sick. So this guy, uh, his name is Dealey Scott. I don't know if that's actually his first name, but that's what it's on. His Instagram handle is Dealey Scott. So we get this message from him. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I was excited to find your account on Instagram and the fact that you guys actually reach out to your followers. Very impressive but when you mentioned your podcast, I was like, oh yay, another 80s podcast. I'll be the first to admit I wasn't really interested. I've been burnt out on listening to others push their 80s experiences and not really connect to them. But you guys nail, nail, nail my connection to the best decade of movies. Thank you for giving me a podcast where I can say, yes, I thought the same thing or wow, I never thought of that. Keep up the great work. It's pretty sweet. I'm getting emotional. So I read that not to not to say that the rest of you need to send us these like love sonnets. No, do it. But like doing a podcast is I mean, the, the, they say if you can get past what is it like twenty episodes, you're ahead of the game because most people burn out. Really? Uh, we're we're not burning out, but I worry about your
1: mental health. I'm toast. <laughs> I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> There's so many rankings on social media. It's like you're looking for likes. And it's like It's tough. You ever see that social dilemma movie where they like uh, yes. they interviewed the guy who made the like button? Yeah. He's like, "I'm so sorry." I know, right? Screw and, you, and and we like get and, and, and we get
0: we to be fair, we get like a lot of really positive feedback, so I think we're spoiled, but it's still, you know, it's tough. Look, anybody who ever started a band, everybody who ever wrote a book, this is how they feel in the creative process. Yep. But I'm going to tell you something, especially to Dele Scott, who sent us that. He may have thought he was just sending us a nice message, not realizing that he got it to us 15 minutes before we were about to start recording. Yeah. That's all I need. Like, honest to God, dude, that like infuses me with energy. So I'm going to just say right now, this is going to be my best episode ever. I'm all fired up. Let's do it. All right. Giddy up.
1: Music scores. (laughs) Cue the violin. (laughs) The oboe. Oh, Jesus. Saxophone. Remember Homer when he has the saxophone? Saxophone. Saxophone.
0: That's how I feel
1: all the time. (laughs) All right.
0: Without any further wait, are we ready to jump into this topic? I'm curious what you picked. I bet you are. So... There's what, what not does that mean I've cause you're, I because you are i do not know. What it means. <laughs>
1: why are you amplifying something? I'm already excited about. So before
0: we, b- before briefly, before we get into this, I have to tell you, this is, I, I say this at least every other episode that one of the things I love about our show is that I take something I already really love and I start doing research and then I find why I even love it more. Right. There are just like you've got John Hughes, Spielberg, You know, you got a handful of directors that seem to have done everything you love. It's even more true when you start looking at who has scored these movies. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, when I saw a couple of these names, I was like, oh, my God, like my five or six favorite movies are all scored by the same person.
1: Mine are pretty obscure.
0: Well, you're (laughs) yeah, because you're tone deaf. Like for me, I have have an appreciation for the classics. Yeah. But even more than that, when we did Radical 80 Movies Jams, we talked about how like when you hear Kenny Loggins Danger Zone. You immediately think about Top Gun. Obviously. There is an element to these musical scores, these orchestras that I most of these songs except I'm sure you're going to throw some obscure ones, but most people they hear the the beginning five or six notes, right? The the few bars of music yeah. and you immediately know the movie where you were in your life, the scene, like everything it floods back into you. This for me is probably the most visceral, like this, this gets me. This, this, I know you're not a music guy. I, I'm Do not you play a music guy. I, you know, saxophone really? <laughs> for a hot minute. Nice. I tried to be like self-taught at guitar. I was okay for a little bit, but. <laughs> Do you play Wonderwall at any college parties? No, I didn't. God, <laughs> I would, I'm not above that. Maybe some Dave Matthews fan. I, band. Been, I yeah. know, but like you. We we've talked about this before. I thought that if I was ever going to do a podcast, it would be about eighties music. Before it'd be about eighties movies. Like I love music. That's so
1: yeah. I just
0: I know it's, it's <laughs> it over it your head. Boggles yeah, my it mind. Boggles your mind. But the great thing about this episode is so what, what we're going to do is Max and I basically without sharing our list with each other, we picked our five favorite scores from eighties films. Now look, some of mine. I'm sure yours are the same way. Are the no-brainers. And I didn't pick them just because they're popular. They're just they're no-brainers. Like these are the goosebump inducing. Yeah, the score ones. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are kind of obscure. So I'm excited. If you if, if you, we have, we should have videoed what we're doing, but or took a picture. Max and I look like we're sitting at like the air traffic control desk at NASA. We have smart. all these computers set up because we're gonna do this a little bit different. When you're ready to introduce yours, you have it queued up on a separate computer. And we're going to play that audio track and kind of talk while it's going on because I'm kind of curious how quick I can figure it out and vice versa. And I want to get that first reaction. I want to see your face when it like hits you. Oh, my God. I know what this is. Yeah. Although I suspect you may not know any of these, but who knows what I, on the other hand, being a connoisseur of music, will for sure know what these are. I don't like you sometimes. I know. It's the arrogance, right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes the arrogance. I have nothing else. Are we ready to jump into our, no rules? our favorite? No, I don't have any rules. Woo! Uh, other other than, you know, don't give me something from UHF. If you give me something from Re- Weird Al, I'm, I'm pulling the plug on your mic. I'm going to need a minute got to change something last minute.
1: There is a UHF reference in mine. Oh, Jesus.
0: Max, am I starting? Can I yeah. go first? Yeah.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: Let's see if this works. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Are you ready? I'm about to cue up the music. Okay. And if as
1: soon as you know what it is, yeah. you tell me. Is there a buzzer? Like, what do no, I there's do? no buzzer. You okay. just speak. <laughs> I want the staples. That was easy, but I
0: feel like people don't know how bad you are with technology that you're like sweating and overwhelmed right now because you have two computers I in don't front like of any you. of you. Yeah. It's okay. You're going to do great. Here we go. We're going to start with my first selection. And I am going from my least of the five to my best of the five. So my last one is my favorite one for sure. Oh, okay. Is all that right. how you did yours as well, pretty much? Or you like them all equally?
1: I like my, I like the more obscure ones better. All right. Well, whatever. You don't go to most of, from most obscure to most relevant. I did mine from like, well, that's what you told least me. Least favorite to favorite, whatever. It doesn't
0: yeah. matter. You know, who cares? Nobody will know. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah.
1: It's coming in soft. It sounds Star Wars-y. It does. Trumpets. I want you to think about it. Close your eyes. Sounds like a John Wayne movie. John Wayne. I know that's not in the six. That's in the sixties or seventies, right? That's Young Guns. Let it wave over you. You need a Wash over me, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> Come on. Hold on. This part is the part where you might recognize
1: it. Nothing. What? What is this? Crawl. Oh, this is crawl. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Max.
0: There's a lot going on visually in crawl. Come on, these are the firemares. Remember when they get on the horses and they and they, he's in a rush because they've got to get somewhere super there's fast. A, there's
1: a lot happening in Grohl all the
0: time. It's difficult. I, I'm already disappointed in you. This is a beautiful <laughs> song. All right,
1: fine. Hold
0: it's on. It's a great song. Now let me now let me quiet the music down. Hold Shh, on. It's, okay. it's all right. Can I listen to it a little bit more? Sure. Go. God, I love this so much. adventury. Yeah. It's very adventurous. All right. Max, my first selection is Crawl. So we've talked about the movie Crawl, 1983, directed by Peter Yates. On the planet of Crawl, an evil creature called the Beast, we couldn't remember the name last time, but apparently it's called the Beast, decimates the world's army and kidnaps the lovely princess Lisa, Lisa, played by Lisette Anthony, who is destined to become a queen. Her brave beau, Prince Cowlin, leads the motley band of warriors, blah di dee blah dee blah. Liam Nielsen. Yeah, Liam Nielsen's said <laughs> it. You got that right. Crawl was a fantasy science fiction, adventure, movie. The and the thing about crawl that was incredible is the budget was huge for the time, mm. but it had very little commercial success.
1: It's a cult favorite now. Yeah, those right? digital spiders aren't gonna make themselves. They
0: didn't they didn't go over as well as you would think. <laughs> but so James Horner, I don't know if you know who James Horner is. I know you're not musically inclined, but James Horner is Enlighten one of, me. He's one of the big ones, right? His rise to fame and validation started with Star Trek two in forty eight hours. Oh, I like that. So Trek yeah, too, he yeah. scored. Yeah, he scored both of those and he established himself. He He's very young. I mean, he's only 29 years old. By the way, don't you feel like a failure when you know that there's like 29 year olds that can compose and score entire films? And I'm like, I what was I doing at 29? Every day of my life. Regardless, <laughs> that's if, amazing. If there's music involved. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's really good. So like some of these guys, like I said, like they're basically, he is one of the Spielberg Lucases of the eighties. Although he died young in a plane accident Uh in 2015. Bummer. I know. But people talk about, and when I say people, I mean the educated, fancy people that drink wine and know about classical music. Really are into curl. Right. (laughs) Into that soundtrack, into that score. Okay. So the movie was, was a critical failure, but It's widely regarded as being his best work or one of his best work. So this budget was his first like, here you go, giant budget. Remember, this was like a $25 million film that was made. And at the time, I think you brought this up other than Flash Gordon. There was no other- Was it
1: 35 or 25 million? It was
0: something insane. It was a huge amount of money.
1: I think it's 35 because 38 was Flash Gordon. That's what it was. And it was close to
0: that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was was a huge budget. It's so funny as I'm reading about this because I can't intelligently speak about the instrumental piece. like, So I have to to, know, I'm plagiarizing the hell out of things, right? (laughs) Horner signals trumpet calls <laughs> fluttering Ramadian strings uh, and a bonkers chromatic trumpet duet at the end.
1: Yeah, it feels medieval, but like in a kind of futuristic way.
0: And he became after, especially Star Trek 2, when we were doing Wrath of Khan. And remember, I, Khan. I yeah, Khan! That music, the the adaptation of the classic Star Wars, you know, theme song and being turned into a movie, it was it was incredible. I mean, you can hear it. It's it's you was hear it the his first influence
1: one? in it. That that like turned into like an orchestral.
0: I don't know, no, because I'm sure in the first Star Trek they did, but it was the first one that was good. I yeah. mean, th- th- it was like widely known <laughs> as being like wow. <laughs> it was funny because Columbia Pictures came along. And when they grabbed him, they did it specifically because John Williams and Jerry Goldsmith, they knew were going to be like way more expensive. So like, why not go after James Horner? Yeah. 29 year
1: old kid. Right. And
0: then boom. The only other really interesting fact I have, at least I thought that was fascinating when they did crawl. And again, this is his first project after 48 hours. They gave him a punishing schedule. (laughs) So this is nuts to me. The film began months behind schedule and they wanted an early summer release coinciding with Return of the Jedi because they knew that that's who they were going to be up against. Wow.
1: They thought they were going to. I, I know. They were
0: very bold in thinking that. Um <laughs> Yeah. We can take down the greatest trilogy. Right. James Warner had seven weeks to compose 110 minutes of a massive full orchestra of this. I mean, that's incredible to me.
1: That I mean I don't know what orchestra timetables are Think about what
0: think about what we can accomplish in 7 weeks and then imagine What's well, John
1: Williams timetable and I stuff have like to that?
0: Uh, I I don't know. I'll okay. we'll to see what we think okay. moving forward. All so right. that is my selection for my first I like
1: it. That's a nice a moose boost. A little crawl. A little the flavors.
0: Max, uh, we're, we're ready for yours now, which I'm really If I can figure out for. how to press
1: this button. Well,
0: all you have to do is just go to the screen, Come which, up, I, which I, I'm not I'm to no, because I don't want to see it. That ruins it. Just tell me when you're on the screen you and you're ready. You can just reach over and press the button. I'm not I just hit play. It's every. I, I plugged everything into the soundboard. You're Where's good. the any key? <laughs> the any key. Two great Simpsons yeah. <laughs> references today. Uh, I'm ready whenever you are. I'm excited to hear what you got. Does this work?
1: Maybe. <laughs> is it I, working? I don't know. Can you just press play? Oh, there we go. A little light, a little airy. Max, did you pick Goonies? No. Wow, I shouldn't have said no, so reactive. Now everyone's going to be like, oh, Goonies. Trading places?
0: No.
2: Oh, no. No, sh- you
0: shush. I know what this <laughs> is.
1: It's based on a Mozart song, if that helps. Ein klein, nein, Oh, there you go. <laughs> I can't pronounce Oh, my God. What? I know
0: what movie this is.
1: Think outdoorsy arboreal no no don't, don't 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 give me clues oh wait that flute i know that flute do you i yes. know that flute that's I know that t-shirt. flute. that's a good t-shirt oh. station wagon station. harry and henderson's harry and the Boom. henderson's Boom. oh
0: but i feel like you cheated by telling me station wagon.
1: there's a lot of station wagons in the 80s yeah i could sure have said national lampoon oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, great pick. Yeah. Can, just, did,
0: can we just listen to this? Sure. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> we doesn't just it sit make here. You happy? I love this. You can
1: feel the kids arguing in back. The sun's out. You know what I mean? Oh, but, I,
0: wish you'd, I wish you'd pick the sad music part at the end when it's like, it, the score is like. Duh, yeah, it's called nah, Some Dumb
1: Thing. That's the other. Oh, sorry. Uh, my, yeah. I'm
0: taking it. All right. All right. So we'll <laughs> leave the music, Max, and we can talk. Go ahead. All you have to do now is press the pause button. And you're good to go. Okay.
1: Pause button. Did I do it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think so. There you All go. All right. Look at this guy using technology. So way back in the day for our Raising an 80s Baby episode, you picked this for age seven or eight to show yeah, yeah. your kid. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen this movie. Yeah. I saw it like a month ago. Oh. And it's incredible. It's a beautiful movie. It's wonderful. I love this movie. It's adorable. It's funny. We Full, got, full spectrum of emotions. Yeah. We got Kevin Peter Hall, my guy from Predator being Harry. This won the Oscar for best uh, makeup, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I I believe that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe that for sure. I thought you were going to say for a score. I was like, wow, that's awesome. Well, it should have (laughs) actually. So, this This is is so random. I love it. This is classic, like 1940s, 50s movie making, where, like, there's swells, there's, like, different, like, the emotions are felt through the musical score. Yeah. And, I mean, you start out with the family with this main theme, and it's just this light, airy, fun. They're in the Pacific Northwest, yeah, yeah. you know, just enjoying nature. Well, it's just
0: funny because like when I heard it, it, it did. Yeah. It, it gave me that feeling of like adventure. And I'm like, this is the Goonies. That was my first thought. It was, it was like the the honored, Goonies. Actually. Yeah, yeah I know. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. So that's what made me think yeah, of yeah. it. Right. This is apparently yes. an Oregon thing. So if no one's ever seen it, by the way, the Henderson family adopts a Bigfoot and they have a hard time keeping him a secret because, you know, he's nine feet tall. Because he's a Bigfoot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you can explain that. It's not easy to do, you know? Yeah. Well, Bigfoot, he might not be big everywhere else. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Just oversized feet. So, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> scored by Bruce Broughton, who did Silverado, got an Oscar nomination for that. Okay. Fantastic. Ice Pirates, which oh, I love, right? Ice Pirates, yeah. there you go. He did Hawaii Five-0, another iconic score. Uh, Monster Squad, oh. and Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. And also, underrated 90s movie that should be in the 80s. Stay tuned. I love Stay Tuned. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But <laughs> Jack Tripper? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a wholesome movie. And like, you know, when Harry's destroying the house and there's these clumsy, like, oboes and yeah. all that and yeah, just yeah. smashing into things. And also, there's one moment, I like scores that there's these singular moments that get amplified yeah. by the score. Yeah, yeah. When Don Amici, who's the, he's he's Mortimer from uh, Trading Places. Right. He's like this
0: angry, yeah. you know, like, but like he's got a sweet side to him. Yeah. yeah. He's a
1: professor who's been looking for Bigfoot for 30 years. Yeah. Bigfoot's right behind yeah, him and yeah. doesn't realize it. <laughs> you know, he's like, that is you, the best scene in the movie, yeah. by the way. So he looks up and he goes, Yahoo! And literally the music swells Your, da,
0: your Don Amici is pretty good. Really? a decent Don Amici. Oh, All, right, All right, there right, You'll take right. it. Yeah. So <laughs> I've seen Cocoon a lot. Oh, God. Yeah. I love Cocoon. It's, you know, a, it's a very good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm like mad at myself for not recognizing it immediately when it came on. All right. Switching over to my pick now. Oh, boy. Here. Back to the technology. I got to pull this screen. I got to move this screen. All right. I think you should know what this is right away. But it's it, it, some people would argue it's obscure. But when I start playing this, I do think you should know what this is right away. I feel judged. I'm going to hold you accountable to knowing what this is right away. No pressure. Are you ready? Here we go.
1: Okay A little adventure-y I mean It's got some movement to it Come on, dude We're going on an adventure in a desert And in space Underground I'm disappointed Love story Are you ready for your clue? Yeah
0: I give you a lot of clues I'll give you only one One of the stars of this movie is your number one man
1: crush So, okay, so it's Val Willow. Willow. Ooh. Yeah, come okay. on. Those adventures- <laughs> I love like So it's Val. Yeah, it's Val. Yeah. yeah. The adventure scores all kind of have that traveling beat. It's sometimes hard. Right, so we're going to talk about that. That's why I call Let me fade this out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> by Dude, the way can we, can
0: we can we do all of our episodes with just like <laughs> like orchestras behind us i yeah. feel so like energized by it it's
1: great all right hold on here there we go i feel like you have an orchestra in your head all the time big saying, time. you can
0: do it big time every time i walk inside i told you joe esposito's yeah, you're, you're the, the best, best yeah. is always playing in my head somewhere <laughs> uh willow 1988 directed by Ron Howard, written by George Lucas. I love the story uh, behind him talking with the actor who plays Willow Offgood, who also played uh, Warwick Davis. Yeah. That during the shooting of Return of the Jedi, he went to Warwick and his mom and said, I've got a movie for your son. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And
1: I was like, oh, that's awesome. How old was Warwick at that time? Like 13? He was pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, Because he's 18 and Willow. Willow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love
0: Willow, right? A baby girl is discovered in a river uh, by Ronan and Mims, the children of Willow good. <laughs> this is like before Lord of the Rings to yeah. me. This I love this, right? A dwarf farmer and magician and the baby girl is taken into the care of Willow's family. But Willow soon learns that the baby is Elora Dannon. <laughs> Find the child, Elora Dannon. The baby girl destined to bring about the downfall of the evil sorceress, Queen Bavmorda. Bavmorda! <laughs> I love this movie. Why do I love this movie so have your much? Have you seen it? Huh? Have your kids seen it? Oh, wow. I don't think my kids have seen Willow. It's time it is time though we'll have to do Yeah. uh joined by his allies the swordsman Mad Mardigan who you're a guy you love Mad Mardigan long haired Val and the sorceress Finn Raziel uh, Willow takes it upon himself to protect Elora from Queen Bavmorda who intends to kill Elora and prevent Elora from fulfilling her destiny
1: you went deep on that because I up. love because not
0: a lot of people have seen Willow so I felt like I'm. people love Willow all right all right good I don't know if it was a Howard the Duck type thing that you know only you like so people love go. Howard the Duck so this was performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. Orchestra, which they do a lot. I mean, like if you're if you're kind of looking up who performed, well that's
1: like the cream of the crop, right? right. That's yeah, like yeah. if you're in that field, that's the NBA, yeah, right?
0: Pretty much. I mean, from two guys who don't know anything, that's my that's my that take on it all. We know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you get to uh how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, Practice. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I know that joke. That's about it. Um so <laughs> <Me> joke. <laughs> it's a super you joke. James Horner. Again. It, yeah. This is James Horner again. Right. So I only have two James. I'll, I'll disclose right now. I only have two. I waited purposefully to talk about some of like the negative stuff about him. So it was really interesting studying and learning about all of these different scores. He was plagued by this issue throughout his career. Accusations that he was plagiarizing classic scores and self-plagiarizing his own prior compositions and movies. So How I can actually... can self-plagiarize? What's that mean? It's your stuff. Right. It is. But if you listen to some of his scores the elements from like movie to movie are like very similar. And I mean, very similar, like almost lifted straight off the page.
1: Exactly what I would do. That's why
0: you're not successful. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But the stuff, the other thing is, and it's interesting because I read this really nice article that talked about how he wouldn't have been looked down upon as much as he was. If he just accepted certain things, like he flat out, like they put music next to each other and it's the same thing. And he'd be like, I never even listened to Jerry Goldsmith. And, okay, and they're like, it, no, like, it. I, like you, you obviously know who he is. Got you know, it. he so, Ralphio palmeiro it.
1: Yes. Period.
0: Great, great, <laughs> great call. That's exactly what he did. I mean, look, he's still immensely talented. Like I don't, I quite frankly could care less. It's just something that if you study or learn anything about yeah, you pick James two Warner, in your top five. it comes up, it comes up all the time. So he instinctively knew that the music landscape would need to be familiar one to Western audiences. So this is like, I think it's kind of cool as he's planning and plotting what he's going to do with Willow. Um, But the story of Willow is taking place in medieval times. So he had to kind of create this switch between like a Western sound, but also making it feel, you were saying at the beginning, like adventurous and yeah, kind of older. To it. Yeah, exactly. He anchored the score with a lot of traditional sounding orchestra, but he, li- by the way, I'm literally ripping so much from Wikipedia. <laughs> these are like nine words I would normally use, but I don't have a better way to explain it. But I did think this is really cool. Pan pipes, didgeridoos, uh, <laughs> did hammered, did yeah, 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 South American quina, whatever that is. But he used all these <laughs> different instruments to really you know, bring out a unique, rich sound to Willow. So you do feel like it's this distant universe that isn't relatable but in the same token it feels like it's relatable so i thought willow's definitely up there for me the willow theme like that's like the adventure like we're off to war yeah uh, music that's played but i mean same as most good scores it darkens like when Alora dan is in danger when they're fighting the witch when they're using the magic like they all have like a spin on that yeah themes yeah Yeah. it's great it's like when
1: they fight the claymation monsters
0: the like two-headed uh dragon or whatever yeah yeah. and he takes the sword and puts it through its mouth yeah yeah yeah, i like that very
1: realistic i love that you've seen that movie it makes me so
0: happy I feel like that would be one that I'd have to fight with you to see. Okay, so Max, what Val? Yeah, right. Yeah, are we ready for you? Yeah, <laughs> do you have your technology in front of you, and are you ready? I have one of two of those things. All right, I'm excited. Am I going to like this one? You better. I should. I? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Okay.
1: You better know this one. I will. No, 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 I'm going to do that to you. And that made me feel. No, really no, it's no, okay. I
0: got to redeem myself with the Harry and the Henderson one. All right, Max. Uh, I think we're ready to rock and roll.
1: Deep, melancholy.
0: Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street!
1: Yeah, okay, Nightmare on right, Street! Right, no, right, yes. It. Oh, yes! Oh, great! Nailed it! You just gonna bask in this for a second? This is
0: so good! I do. I just want to listen to it. It's <laughs> so good.
1: Should I do the poem while we're doing this? Yeah, read it. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, right, don't four, do you You're You're making door. me uncomfortable. Five, six, grab a crucifix. Please stop. Seven, eight, gonna stay up late. Please stop. Nine, ten, never sleep again. Ooh, came at a Listen didn't. to this. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's like it's great because it's got like a little synth to it it's too. It's very 80s. This is 1984. very 80s. 80s. Yeah. All right, hold on, hold on. I want to listen to it a little more. Don't don't <laughs> hit stop yet.
1: <laughs> This is an inactive podcast.
0: Just, I, I'm, that's okay. That's all right. We're here to listen to the music.
1: <laughs> all right, fine. I guess we said
0: inactive podcast. I was like, well, I guess probably we should stop it. Was like, Fade it out. Fade it out.
3: We can just
1: turn this into a Mystery Science three thousand podcast. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Oh, Max, that's
0: a really good pick.
1: It's so fun. I'm
0: kind of excited because I know you dig deeper on stuff to find information that I do. I want to know what you've dug up on on this score.
1: Okay, first of all, Freddy Krueger. If no one's ever seen it, monstrous child killer. Who's slain by the parents when he gets off. And now he's invading the dreams of the kids of the people who burned him alive. Yeah. What? I mean. What
0: torturous. Childhood, you have to come up with that idea, right? Oh, it's what's Craven. I know. Yeah, yeah, he is. He God bless everybody. God rest. R.I.P. If he's even dead, I think he's, he's actually. He's dead. No, no, I'm saying I think he's a ghost. Oh, I think you he's think he's, he's Freddy Krueger? Yeah, re- he's probably. Yeah. Probably. You get a call. How you matter of fact me? Like, I know he's dead. You're like, he, he's dead. He's dead. I'm like, I know. You get <laughs> that wrong once in a while. I do get it wrong once no, in we a while. No, I get it wrong. That's no, all me. I'm wrong. Who did I kill once? Oh, God, you, you did. You axed someone off, and was I can't remember Alan what it was. No, he is dead.
1: No, Alan Ruck's not dead. Oh, you're right. That's Away right. from Growing fame he's is dead. <laughs> what? The dad. Oh, yeah. Alan Thicke. There it
0: is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kirk Cameron. I'm like, Kirk Cameron's not dead. He's, dead a, to he's me. a ghost, he's too. To me. <laughs> he's a scary ghost. Where are we going with I don't know, but Kirk Cameron scares me more than Freddy Krueger, but go
1: ahead. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Save New Line Cinema from bankruptcy. Yeah. They were going to go out of business, so yeah. this is the movie that saved it. Shot in 32 days, oh, which I love wild. that stuff. So, and horror movies, it's so important. The music is like it's the signifiers of how yeah. you should feel. Tense. Oh my
0: god, uh, dude, what a great call! I'm just thinking of like the, like all of them have that like score. Yeah, yeah. Well, even even Jaws,
1: which is a horror film. I mean, really, right? Jaws is a horror film. You know, what's PG. Blows my mind every time. Really? Yeah.
0: So I would have thought the nudity of the oh, because they didn't have PG 13 at that time. That's why. That's why. Yeah, Yeah.
1: First of all, the the nursery rhyme. Was created by Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yep. I did time. know that. I did know that. Heather, by the way, plays the main role in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in case people didn't know. Come on. I know. I got hey. you. I got you. Didn't <laughs>
0: you just, what did you just pick her for? You just picked her for something.
1: She was my runner up for Elizabeth Shue. For Allie. Oh, for, for her her re- recasting, <laughs> the,
0: recasting the crowd. I'm like, why did I just? Yes. Okay. Sorry.
1: Do you know her final edition? for this movie was on Friday the 13th. No. Spooky, right? Spooky, yeah. <laughs> so, one you of know,
0: the f- she was visited by the ghost of Kirk Cameron <laughs>
1: <laughs> the night before she started shooting back to the music, <laughs> uh, scored by Charles Bernstein, not related to Elmer Bernstein. Okay. Who, you know, did the stripe score yeah, and yeah, yeah. way more famous. He's done Cujo, Gator, Love at First Bite.
0: Okay. So, so he's some, stayed in the horror genre. Yeah. yeah but yeah. nothing
1: like big. But yeah, yeah. This is synth, electro vibe. That
0: song, dude. Immediately. I was like, I knew exactly what it was. Yeah.
1: It's a 10 tone melody and it, he based it on kind of a nursery rhyme music box and you just feel it the whole time.
0: By the way, what a great idea to give to like your nephew. Like I'm surprised they don't make a nursery box. It just is like doo, doo
1: of this no why would you do that <laughs> that'd be kind of funny it's you hate your nephew <laughs> but also they incorporate like laser noises like when freddie grabs tina they're just like Zoom. Yeah, 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 yeah i can't do a laser noise no no but. it
0: sounded great or sounded they're great
1: or they have the synth like i don't know how they do this but like the synth like melts it's yeah. almost like a nuclear reactor is yeah, like yeah. going off like I'll, during the yeah. action scenes and final thing well, not final thing. I can talk as much as I want. But uh, you're just looking at me like, why am I talking like this? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I'm keeping it all in, so, so go ahead. <laughs> the dream chases, they, they move into this kind of music video like fun, funk pop vibes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're kind of like bopping along. Like it makes me less scared. And I was like, fun even though Freddie's cut off his finger, he's like stabbing himself. Yeah. But the music makes you know it's okay, it's a ride. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Or when the tongue licks her on the phone. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's like, almost, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the blood volcano when, when Glenn dies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of has a shining. I couldn't pick up if he stole from The Shining at all, but it has that kind of shining vibe to it when yeah. it
0: happens. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is a good pick. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with this pick. <laughs> this is not that obscure. And also, like, to your point, we talked about this with Radical 80 movies jams when you have these sounds and songs that are synonymous with films. Yeah. Who doesn't hear that and immediately know that it's Nightmare on Elm Street? Absolutely. I mean, that's like. Nightmare on Elm Street, right? And
1: the ending nursery rhyme. The movie oh, yeah. ends with the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm surprised you didn't play the nursery rhyme, you weirdo. Uh, Max, my next one is not my favorite score overall, but this is my favorite score to play for you. Okay. I just, if you get this one, ice cream's on me. I'm telling you right now.
1: Is it Real Genius? No. Oh. <laughs> but it's really good. It's really, really good.
0: And it's it's from a movie that I like really love and I don't talk about it all. And it's funny. Like it's I, The Muppets. It's not the <laughs> I just said I don't talk about it at all. And you think it's the Muppets? I talk about the Muppets you all the time. You
1: underscore what you do all the time. You're like, ah, I don't do that that much. Right, and then that's, you just that's, do that's it. That's actually really
0: fair. It's not the Muppets. <laughs> I'm not. Stop guessing or you're eventually going to get it. Uh, all right. Let me cue it up here. Are we ready? We're if ready. Once
1: bitten, I'm going to retire. Not once bitten, but that'd that's be, a great that'd be great.
0: All right. You ready? Here we go.
1: Okay. Ominous. A little dark. Piano. Does it feel animation-y? Someone's waking up. Just listen. Day starting? Something on a farm? Something on a farm. <laughs> Can't be filled with dreams because you said you know more dreams. Here we go. Okay. Listen. Okay. Spirit of adventure. You look like these adventure games. I like it. It's I'm really it. surprised you haven't got it it's yet. It's got me going. I, I mean...
0: <laughs> all right, I'm gonna give you. you I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you a clue. It's it's kind of like a montage scene. It is a montage scene. Okay, Rocky Four. No, Max. I don't know. The, the montage. Max. They're building something. Feel the dreams. That's no. what I said.
1: Witness. No.
0: They're, all right, I'll give you another clue. The barn building. I'll, build give, you, I'll give you. I'll give you another clue on what they're building. Okay. Our buzz in the tower fan spotlight for the Graham Elliot collectors episode. Thought that we should have put this in our hangar. Oh, God. I don't know that. Yeah, do the, the Explorers. Oh! Yeah. What was the Explorers one? That, what do you mean, what was the Explorers one? What do they want from Thunder the... Thunder Road. What do they
1: want in our... The ship! Thunder oh, okay. Road! Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thunder Road! Oh, hey, sorry, sorry. When I get under pressure, I get nervous. Max. That's a great movie, though. That's Max. Good yeah. Explorers is fantastic. Yeah. Thunder...
0: Although, I will say, like... You know, I, I obviously I always talk about how Predator is the perfect movie, and I would change nothing. The only thing I don't like about the Explorers The last thirty minutes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's a I big know. Part it, or, I just I well, don't know
0: why they did that. They could have made it like
1: it's stripes. The last thirty minutes are garbage. Right. It just it <laughs> feels like it's all like it's too like those aliens uh, are wet.
0: Th- yeah, and they're and they're annoying. Yeah. And it just, it, it makes every, no sense. everything up to that point is great. Like yeah. they have these real characters and you can tell the one kid's got issues at home with his dad and yeah. then, you know, it's just, it's great. And then Wolfgang is fantastic, right? River Phoenix. Oh, yeah. he's great. It's a wonderful movie. It is except the last 30 minutes. So Even I, Hawk
1: too. Yeah,
0: again, I, I love, we don't talk enough about this movie. So we don't, I
1: don't think we've ever talked about this movie.
0: Really? The only time we talked about it was in collectors part two. It was okay. our, our yeah. guest, and, and we all agreed it would have been great to have the Thunder Road. So, young Ben Crandall, played by Ethan Hawke, spends his free time watching sci-fi films, playing video games, and reading comic books. Surprisingly, his affinity for all things fantastical yields a result. When he has a vivid dream about technology, his science-loving friend Wolfgang Muller, played by River Phoenix, manages to create a working spacecraft. Joined by their buddy Darren Woods, played by Jason Presson, the boys take off into outer space and encounter some very odd extraterrestrial life. Very, very <laughs> odd. If we could just ignore that. So 1985, uh, this is Joe Dante. And it's this is another Dante rules. Yeah. So this is another example. I should have brought this up before. What you see, if you're a director. And you find someone that you work well with. It's your bread and butter. You white knuckle hold on to them yeah. forever. Yep. So like Jerry Goldsmith is who did this soundtrack. Yep. Did the score. Did and you do
1: Gremlins too? Yeah. And okay. with Dante.
0: So Dante yeah. and Goldsmith did Gremlins together. And I should actually mention that. I didn't. There are two scores I didn't pick. I
1: almost took Gremlins too. I,
0: Gremlins and E.T. And here's the thing. You and I are not huge E.T. fans as a movie. Yep. But the score is incredible.
1: You have to mention. Uh, you giving, you have to talk show. about it. You yeah. got to gotta give a shout out. When and the same, bikes go up in the air. Oh you, my yeah, God. Yeah.
0: Bum, 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 <laughs> sure. Yeah, that is, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, Gremlins, this Gremlins is fantastic. But I just, it's not one of my five favorite. And I'm picking my five favorite, but dante asked goldsmith to compose the music in americano style so you can Fancy. find yeah, right so this is kind of what he did in poltergeist right it's this like very western and it, uh, he did poltergeist as well i should have mentioned did dante do poltergeist? not dante okay. um goldsmith and goldsmith yeah. also did the burbs and i almost put the burbs in here because i love the music from, the burbs is like the top 50
1: scores on all the lists and this and is him all. as well and yeah. it's
0: that it's again it's that americano neighborhood yeah you know eating the cheerios at the breakfast table you know going to hang out with the kids take the bike to the fort house you know like the fort house whatever the tree fort you know what i mean playhouse Uh, yeah there you go <laughs> I'm sorry God. I just used said playhouse awesome. but Pee Wee on yours? No Wee's oh, okay. not on oh. here we'll talk about that don't worry <laughs> um, but when I played that music for you right like that's what it feels like it goes back to like Goonies yeah. Explorers I love the, the, the soundtracks kids. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was my pick I love this movie
1: too Is yeah. the, is your favorite scene or no
0: I love when they're building the ship that's yeah. why I, I so for most of these the music I picked is from my favorite scene so like yeah when they're building Thunder Road yeah and it's like bum 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 <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love when you sing because I kind of get it. Yes. Yeah, I cool
0: well, because I'm not tone deaf. Yep. When you sing, I get
1: concerned. Da, 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 da. All,
0: that's from that movie. Uh, da,
1: da, da. I think one of these I'm going to be able to do.
0: I mean, I hope you can sing one of yours. I mean, I'm not going to say you can't, but I'd be surprised. Before you sing, now is a great time to stop and get a word from our sponsors. Sing their praises. That's cool. Look at this yeah. guy. Look at this guy.
1: Cue the intro music. Buzz in the Towers brought to you
0: by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, True. you're going to get arthritis, <laughs> you're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at Capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And, uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works is it's, it's great stuff.
1: Yeah. It's like Wilford Brimley and cocoon. You know what I mean? It, you feel revitalized.
0: It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larrabee photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have, you've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay. So good. Yeah. Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with, uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles. In Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, She loves what she does and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, Check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic.
1: Yeah, she made us look good. She'd make anyone look good.
0: Nothing like some ads, eh, Max?
1: Delicious. As yeah, you that's what I would say.
0: Delicious. <laughs> All right, you're up. Uh, whenever you want to hit that play button, you hit it
1: away. All right, I'm an expert now. Ready? Three, two. <laughs>
0: We're not timing. It's one. always on two. Lethal Weapon style, right?
1: You got to know this. Hold on.
0: Oh, Max. I'm not going to pull another Harry in and the Hendersons. No clues. Just give me a minute. I need a minute.
1: It's not fair. You're just waiting.
0: Well, because I, it's very soft. You made me turn it down. No, give me, just, just give me a minute. Just, everybody, everybody just chill out there for a minute, okay?
1: The podcast. People want to be entertained. Well, then we'll talk. What are, you, what are you doing today? What are you doing
0: later? Social media. Social media. There you go. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. What is this? I'm a little embarrassed Come on, just give me a minute Give me a clue No clue, don't give me a clue okay. Don't give me a clue Why would I say give me a clue? Yeah, why would you want the clue? <laughs> I hope you know what it is You picked it <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Oh yeah. uh, Alright, hold on Oh, Princess Bride there Princess is, Bride Come is. on, you have to give me Until you get to that part Yeah
1: I don't know how to control this I would have started with that I know that You gotta like play the radio reading.
0: Oh Max Great pick <laughs> Sometimes I just want to punch you in the face And other times Like right now Yeah I just want to give you a hug Aww. I, I as love As you wish Oh man <laughs> Let's just listen to. we just embrace each other And listen to this music
1: Yeah Slow I'm man. surprised
0: more I'm surprised more people Don't use this music As they're walking down the aisle Music at their wedding That'd be really good. If you get married, will you let this be your walk down the aisle? Oh, yeah, your walk down the aisle. <laughs> You're the one who walks down the aisle. Maybe you should ask your... Uh, I'm going have my best friend. Yeah, right song. there. Yeah. God. All right. All right. I'll go ahead.
1: Okay. And am I doing it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm Princess Bride. So oh. whenever I go to someone and tell them about our podcast, and they're like, oh, what kind of 80s movies do you talk about? First one, Out the Gate, Princess Bride. Right. Every time. Oh, yeah. Because it's universal. Yeah. People perk it's, up. It's like the most loved movie ever. Yeah, it's perfect. So when homesick in bed, a young boy's grandfather tells him a magical story <laughs> with kissing and swashbuckling enemies, allies, quests. I move my hands a lot. A giant. Yeah, a giant, a a genius, yeah, a swordsman. (laughs) He's not that smart, though. He doesn't even know how to use inconceivable. No, he doesn't. And the way I compare the score, the scores you gave are kind of fillets. Right. You know, what I mean, they're these big. They're over the top. Yeah, they're very over the top. I mean, God knows 50 people, you know, playing instruments (laughs) and whatnot. This was only created by two people. For the most part. Oh, really? So, Mark Knoppler of Dire Straits. <laughs> By the way, the UHF reference I was talking about. You know the video where yeah. Weird Al. Where I you know should, what you're talking about. Yeah. You the, can you do the string thing for that? No. Down, down, no, down. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> Money for nothing. Yeah, I, and, I'm aware. anyone who right? hasn't seen it. It's, I want <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't really done soundtracks that much before. Rob Reiner just was like, you, you're going to be perfect for this. Yeah. (laughs) And he just sent him the script and he's like, you got to do it. And Knopfler's only request was that the USS Coral sea cap that he had on during this spinal tap would be in the movie. So it's in Fred Savage's room. Oh, in
0: his room. I was like, when when was that in there?
1: <laughs> Wesley was wearing it, that's a, that's
0: a, I missed that part. What a deep cut. I love your, your facts. So many facts.
1: Yeah. This movie, it speaks for itself. The dialogue, the emotion, the fighting, all that kind of stuff. I mean, like you said, the main theme, the love theme, it's one of the most romantic, tying Wesley and Buttercup together. And it's iconic because the other stuff is more just situational. If someone swashbuckles and hits someone with their sword, right. there's a flourish yeah, you know, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Or like the Caves of Insanity, the three fights. He kind of has different fight music. You know, oh, yeah. Fezzik's a little bit more lumpy, you know, dum 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 da dum And then uh, with the sword fight with uh, Nigo Montoya... That's just fun. And it's all oh, high energy. And yeah, it's yeah. synthy too. So mm-hmm. it's rare that you have a medieval movie where they put synth and kind of fun 80s stuff into yeah. it too. So yeah, it yeah. feels very of the 80s too. Right. And if you remember the rats, the rodents of unusual yeah, size. Yeah, easy now. Yeah, Don't yeah, yeah. screw that up. <laughs> if you listen to the music for that, like it's forgettable because the rats are so, rodents are so scary. Right. The music sounds like you're in a video game, and you're like Sonic the Hedgehog or Mario, and you're like running down, and you're being chased. It's got that like ding 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 ding, like very. Well, i not doing Gremlins, but yeah, no, that's
0: all right. <laughs> I remember that scene in in uh, Princess Bride when they put water
1: on the rats and they got big, <laughs> and multiplied. Shut up. <laughs> or even when she falls in the in the water and the shrieking eels are coming towards right. her, they do kind of like a Jaws kind of fun like play it, on it.
0: It's got a it's got a very good fairy tale feel to it. You're nailing it, right? These scores they're perfectly built for what the theme is because you could have easily created more of a whole thing could have been swatched by pirates of the caribbean yeah right? that, that's what this whole soundtrack could have been like that if they wanted but it's got much more of a fantasy lightness to it that makes it perfect
1: yeah sometimes you want a filet sometimes you want a big mac yeah. this is a big Mac. i don't I, i'm more of a baconator guy but i understand your analogy how much bacon is on those things uh, oh. not not enough anymore <laughs> i want more bacon you want just a whole burger made of bacon
0: yes i love it that's, <laughs> oh that's all you need that's a great pick oh man this one's good i mean you should know this one immediately but okay. i'm gonna keep on saying that to make you feel bad i feel terrible <laughs> you i don't control how you feel you always feel terrible <laughs> you oh this is it. exciting though this is gonna get the hair on your arm to stand up a little bit batman yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> batman ah. bruce the be- i forgot how amazing the beginning of this is was this the first time this theme came in no okay, should we relax just relax well, mystery. Let's just relax Let's just listen Let's just stare at each other's eyes
1: This is a weird way to do a podcast <laughs> I know, I can't help it Because yeah. I think
0: people are going to want to hear this
1: Yeah, it's thudding So heroic It's amazing yeah. I rem-
0: I mean, when I hear this I remember being in the theater This is 89
1: Yeah, dude yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen to that, <laughs> that <cathartous>, eh? It's <laughs> so good It's like a good belch and then, yes, there you go. Yeah, there fun. it is. Because yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're laughing because you see the huge grin on my face. Yeah. This is like one it's of my just favorites. Just it's great bag. All right, fine. I guess we can't just sit here and listen to the whole thing. No, we can't. Can we? No. Maybe. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fine, 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 fine. Fading out. <laughs> this is one of the most epic scores ever.
1: I know that one.
0: This yeah. defined you. I mean, you have to remember prior to this. When you talk about Batman with anyone, what would come to your head? This is a song you could sing. is Batman. This changed all of it. This took something that was like campy and silly. I mean, everybody accredits Tim Burton for doing this, right? So like Tim Burton changed the face of the genre. Like it made it dark, goth, serious. But this score... This score, I mean, this followed Batman into the animated series. Yep. I mean, this was around
1: forever. It was through Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, Batman Nolan, and is the last. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Batman and Robin is the George last one. George Clooney nipples. <laughs> George Clooney nipples. Alicia
0: Silverstone, what's up? Yeah, right? Batgirl. So Tim Burton's Batman, 1989, Michael Keaton
1: as Bruce Wayne. The only true Batman. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, argument out there that he's the best Batman. I love when he does college speeches at the end. He goes, he's, you must I'm, remember one thing. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs>
0: Danny Elfman, the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. Is that real? Is That's that real? who this no was. Way. The story behind this is is
1: awesome, Hibby. right? Yeah. So
0: there's a whole bunch of things. Like First of all, I don't, I'm not, do not I need to even talk about who Batman is, what this movie's about? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne sees his parents get killed yeah. in this particular version of the Batman, who's killed by a guy who ended up being... The Joker. The Joker. And then Vicki Vale's Kim Basinger and blah, 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 blah. Elfman said looking back at this years later he was very happy with what he created but he didn't like the way the studio dubbed it meaning their timing and how they use the actual really? score itself this is, these are musicians right they get a little snobby sometimes but snooty snooty snotty <laughs> so I don't know if you know the whole story just about getting Batman to the cinema but it took 10 years when they bought originally bought the rights um, it was it was an ongoing fight with the studio who didn't want to stray. From the campy, silly, you know, really? and, until finally Burton came on and Burton's like was uncompromising. He was like, we're well, you doing it Tim this Burton, way.
1: Why would you think otherwise? So
0: they fought with him. They didn't want Danny Elfman until he gave him that hook and played it for him. So yeah. the, I mean,
1: the lead singer, or boingo for my $40 million movie. Right, right. It passed in yeah. theory.
0: Another example of director working with composer is he um, with all the stuff well tim burton and uh and uh, danny elfman did Pee Wee's big adventure beetlejuice Ooh. and uh batman so i surprised you
1: didn't do beetlejuice
0: oh yeah i i love beetlejuice yeah. but this is batman I mean, I know, but Beatles just said, like, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. I know, dun, Max, yeah. it's Batman. Come
0: on, it's Batman. So, one of the producers, Peters, wanted Prince and Michael Jackson to create some music for the movie. Yeah, yeah, Prince did, right? Yeah, we ended up doing it, but Burton had like a fit about this. He's like, this isn't Top Gun. Like, I don't need, I mean, he specifically said, this isn't Top if Gun. Batman
1: was Top Gun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joker, that's so funny. A fighter pilot. oh that's so funny no
0: he didn't want his his movies to be commercial at yeah. all so they compromised and yes uh, prince actually ended up performing the the one song at the end when the floats are coming by i just can't think of what the name of the song was it's purple something yeah, yeah there you go how he wrote the song is equally incredible he's on a flight and he's sitting in his, in his chair in the flight and it came to him and he's like i gotta record this or i'm gonna lose it but he was sitting next to some guy that like wouldn't shut up. Yeah. So he kept on getting up and going to the bathroom with his little handheld tape recorder. And then he'd come back and he'd go back and forth until finally the steward was like, you have to stop doing this. And I guess he got crappy with them, but that's literally how he got the hook for this was like, Da-da-da-da-da. that's cool. Yeah. I was, I was, I mean, I come up with nothing creative. I sleep on flights. I mean, as soon as the wheels pick up, yeah, I'm Predator done. created on a flight too. Yeah. Well the mandibles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the mandibles. So yeah, I I love this. I I mean, I love that it's Oingo Boingo. I love that it's (laughs) Tim Burton.
1: Batman's fantastic. It's an indisputable pick.
0: I think for me, part of the reason that I love it so much is just that it was a hard right turn from what these kind of movies were. Everything that we love today about Christopher Nolan's Batman's, about even the Avengers, all that kind of stuff. It all stemmed from this. This is the first. Wow. This is a real movie and it's not for kids.
1: Superman 2. Yeah, yeah, Superman <laughs> Two. You're right. <laughs> Woo! Neil before Zod. Well, I mean, it, it got darker with this one, though. You know, what yeah, I mean? but like, even Superman Two was still Superman Two. Don't you? Don't you dare! It, I know, but it, was still, dare. Little, it was still a little campy. It was a little campy. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> you loved all the yeah. campiness. Yeah. Uh, all right, Max. We're back to you. This is an easy one. This is the one I can actually sing. Uh, you can sing this one. Yeah. Well, don't sing it. I want to hear it. Okay, you're gonna know right away. All right, we'll see. Well, they don't start the way I think they do. I don't know yet. Oh, Indiana! Right, there you go, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, great pick, great pick. See, I can do it. Da-na-na. God,
0: that this it? song is great. No, you didn't. I just okay. ignored you because I'm listening to the song.
1: God. We're getting we're
0: getting to the good stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, is so a, good. This is
1: the ooey gooey.
0: Emma I I'm I don't feel like we need to even apologize. Like some people will be like, Oh, you picked like these big blocks like there's reason why this movie is so incredible. This yeah. is like I mean listen to this.
1: Yeah. This is like adventure defined. Is there
0: anything you could do in your day to day life that putting the song behind it would make it better? I don't care if you're making breakfast in the morning. You just wake up and you're like making an over easy egg and it's like, I'm doing
1: my taxes. There I'm like, you go. Yeah. <laughs> like you do your taxes. <laughs> I talk to someone. Yeah.
0: Play this in the background while you're on
1: the phone with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and fade yourself out. Low blow, blow. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> Oh, that's good. This episode's too personal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Max, that was a great pick.
0: Back to the music. Great pick. Oh, great pick.
1: 1936, not the year the movie came out. I I was going to say, I think
0: you have some wrong data there.
1: (laughs) Archaeologist and Adventure, Indiana Jones, is hired by the U.S. government to find the Ark, which could be used as a powerful weapon by Hitler. Those Nazis. Yeah. Those filthy Nazis. Nothing better than a movie that's just foiling Nazis the whole yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, not titled Indiana Jones, by the way. It's hard to find sometimes when you get lazy and you're like, <laughs> Indiana Jones, I'll pick out which one it <laughs> uh-huh. is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fifth time Steven Spielberg worked with John Williams. Really? So, you said, you know, when you Yeah, found, yeah that they, found they worked Goldsmith. together forever, yeah. I mean, them together is just so freaking iconic. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. John Williams, I mean, God, that's Someone I want to talk to the march the Raiders march is what they call it mm-hmm. it's so interesting learning that like there's different themes and how they bring it in mm-hmm. and I guess the Raiders theme you know it's iconic everyone knows it you can hum it they only play it a few times in the movie they play it Right after he escapes, like the African tribe, and swings from the vine, right? They like kind of do it a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's the travel scene when he's in on the plane. I oh, and they're that. doing
0: the map, and they I show the map that. line. Yeah, so
1: that's I mean for me, that's the most iconic <laughs> stuff. I freaking love when people travel and they give you the kind of like, "Dan in it, nah." That stuff. That's I mean, you, know, you cannot carry a toe. No, <laughs> it's amazing, but. I mean, and then it finally comes in full board when he escapes the cargo ship and he's running on the Nazi uh, submarine. Yep. Remember, everyone's cheering him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, they did it. <laughs> and but the best scene, without a doubt, is when he's in the like temple room with the little uh, staff. The staff he, of Ra. Yeah. And is that the, what it's called. No, I don't know. I think it's called the staff of Ra. OK. But he has the medallion on the top yeah, of it yeah. and the light pours through and the arc theme. I didn't know the arc had a theme too. You know, the arc theme kind of shines through and you're like, wow, this is movie making defined. Like every part, it's the lighting, it's the emotion, it's focusing on the face, Indiana lighting up. And it's just, I don't know, it gives me goosebumps every time. I love the little moments of this movie, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. When Marion's blowing a cigarette in the smoke in a Nazi's face, and yeah, they yeah. do like a little flute, which is her theme. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes, that. Like, because I was watching for- You're so intense. Yes. Well, I, yeah. You tell me I need to not do that. No, yeah. it's, it doesn't sound weird <laughs> at all. Mo- like, most people are like, yeah, r- I'm excited. Macho Man Savage. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs>
3: Three minutes
1: of pain. Right? Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's so funny. Every single episode, right at about two-thirds of the way through the episode, is where you get a little wonky. It's it's like clockwork. It's my internal clock to know that we're wrapping the episode when you start to come unglued a little bit. You went, racho Macho Man Randy Savage on yeah, it. Yeah, brother. Great. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, Snapping to a Slim Jim. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. And it's the ending when they have all the boxes and they're putting the arc away yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they queue up the theme one more time yeah. of Raiders. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, No, it's a great pick.
0: I, I'm kind of surprised. We I'm proud that both you and I were getting to the end and this is finally when we start hitting like, The big commercial ones. Because I did want to kind of find obscure ones, but I also wasn't, I told you at the beginning of this, like pick the five that you like the most. I don't care what movie they're from, if they're popular or not popular. And so far, excellent picks, Max. Yay. Oh boy. This has to be a monster. This is my last one. Yeah. Oh boy. What is it? Just don't don't say, what is it? That's not how this works. Just dream a little dream. Just sit back. (laughs) Moving bananas. (laughs) Before you dream a little dream. Or The Wizard. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Are you ready? No. No. You should know this one, like, Almost immediately, but I don't want you to talk. I want to listen to it. Just stare into my eyes.
1: Oh come on! Yeah, I should know this. Max! This feels like Paramount Pictures. Max! <laughs> um I'm gonna slap you.
0: <laughs> Max. You made me nervous. I'm throwing you off the show in about 10 <laughs> seconds. Hold on, you'll know it right now. Oh, Back to the Future! Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah, yeah. Max! <laughs> right. God! I got oh it. my God, I'm sweating. I was I so nervous. It. I was like, I'm not, I, Max. This is it. I'd have to, I'd have to find a new co. host No, it's your co-host.
1: <laughs> we gotta go back. And your it.
0: co-host is in trouble. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's your co-host. He didn't know the theme. <laughs> Oh my God! Dun, dun, yeah, dun, 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 uh, is this William too? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't jump into my recap. I'll I'll talk to you about who it is in a moment. All right, just take a deep breath. Let it let it soak in. Let it drip all over you. It's beautiful, beautiful. Soak right. in and drip. Yeah, there, there you go. It's
1: aggressive. That was, a, that was a hard cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: fade, I'll fade it in, in post. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, well, this I one mean, makes sense then. So this is Alan Silvestri. And and we're going to talk about him for a minute, uh, but let's go back. Back to the future. Let's go back to the future. Uh, Robert Zemeckis, 1985, this 1980s sci-fi classic, small-town California teen Marty McFly, played by uh, Michael J. Fox, a.k.a. Teen Wolf. And <laughs> teen thrown, wolf. 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 Is thrown back into the 50s when an experiment by his eccentric scientist friend, Doc Brown, Christopher Lloyd, goes awry. Traveling through time in a modified DeLorean, Marty encounters young versions of his parents, Crispin Glover and Leah Thompson, and must make sure that they fall in love or he'll cease to exist. Even more dauntingly, Marty has to return to his own time and save the life of Doc Brown. Yeah, the photographs and all. Yeah, the photographs.
1: You know, if that was made today, it would be 1991. He <laughs> I know, back to- I know.
0: I saw that meme the other day. I was like, I am so old. <laughs> I, know. I am so my old. My bones are dust. Oh my God. So, Alan Silvestri was only 35 years old when he recorded the score to this film. So a lot of young guys. And that doing made him immediately an A-list composer. I watched two different interviews with him and listening to him talk about this, I highly recommend, like go Google Alan Silvestri yeah. interviews. It's great. So he talks about the movie and how there was no expansive shots. And I went back and thought about it. And I'm like, he's right. There's no helicopter shot open desert. It's all close up shots. All of the, the whole film for being this like high energy fantasy adventure film. Yeah. There's no open widescreen big shots of anything. No,
1: no Fast and Furious around Brazil. No, right, right,
0: right. So he talked about that as a result of that, he had to create great heroism, great love, great friendship, great adventure with no visual panorama. So the music had to do it for him. So this music is larger than life. Like Like he has to do that because the camera doesn't like, I think that's like hearing him say that I got, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like I was just like, that's so true. Like yeah. you, you think about the movie, that's exactly what happened. So he goes and meets Zemeckis. And when you're hiring your composer, you don't always do that until halfway through the shooting of the movie. So Sylvester shows up on set. And Zemeckis, I mean, this is a huge budget film. They've got actors, the crew, all these people around. And Zemeckis is in the thick of it. And he looks at Sylvester and he's talking to him. And he goes, Al, Al, it's got to be big. And he puts <laughs> his hands up in the air and just says, it's got to be big. That was his direction.
1: Like, yeah. it's got to be big, real big.
0: So Sylvester went I'll back. i do that sometime in my life. And, he, and and like listening to him talk about it, it's so funny because like, it's so simple, right? He's like, no, I'm again, I'm paraphrasing. He says it much better, but he's like, you know, it's a simple AAB cut, right? It's Bum bum but bum 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 ba bum bum, bum 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 and then bum bum ba and i was just like, oh yeah, that's that's right. It's exactly what you're doing. You got me hooked. Like yeah. and it's the play on it, right? Throughout the entire thing. He softens it when it's like Lorraine, and then there's the chimes that come in, but it's the same laid down all throughout all throughout if you go back and listen there's variations of it yeah you can always trace it back to like you know bum bum yeah no that's interesting it's just really cool to listen to
1: it yeah because most movies have themes for like people or like situations they use the one theme all throughout
0: there may be slight variations to it but like the vast majority of it is always that yeah Yeah. yeah. it's it's the majority of it is that so I have to, I have to mention this because we'll talk at the very end about other songs that some of these guys did, yeah. but I have to mention one of the scores I almost put on my list was predator. I loved the oh, score to predator. That would have been really good. Also done by Alan Silvestri.
1: I didn't think of that one for some reason. Yeah.
0: So Alan Silvestri, there are all these different awards. Obviously, you know, there's Razzies, Razzies, Oscars, everything. So there's Cold something, blows. there's something called the, I think it's called the Saturn award. And sounds in, familiar. in 19, he, he lost the Saturn award for back to the future but won it for Predator. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That's awesome. Isn't
1: that great? What do you lose to?
0: Uh, I don't know. Oh. I didn't see that. I'll have to look. Thanks oh. for putting me on the spot. Sorry. jerk. No, it's great. Thanks, <laughs> Make me look stupid. His list, I, I will hop a little bit into the composure list. Yeah, li- composure hit me. list. So I want to know what else he did. Well, I should have done this for the others, but Silvestri did... Romancing the Stone, Summer Rental, Delta Force, Flight of the Navigator, Overboard, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and The Abyss.
1: Oh, man. Right? What a run.
0: Go back to Danny Elfman, I think I told you. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Back to School, yeah. Beetlejuice, Back to School. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh, Scrooged and Midnight Run. Uh, Jerry Goldsmith, Poltergeist, Secret of Nim, First Blood, and Rambo, First Blood Part 2, Gremlins, Inner Space, Rambo 3, The Burbs. I'm going to go to the 90s because that's the yeah. kind of guy I am. Total Recall. Wow. And then James Horner is the only one that is listed list is Absurd. I mean, I I'll give it to you, Max, because I feel like you're gonna love this. Because I don't know that you even knew that much about James Horner, right? I did not. Okay, I'm gonna give you James Horner. You ready? Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan, 48 hours. Awesome. Those I gave you. Yeah, Crawl. Yeah. Yep. You ready for this one? All right. Uncommon Valor. Yes. <laughs> <Hot> <laughs> so good. Star, Tr- Star Trek 3 Search for Spock, Cocoon, and Cocoon the I Return. Cocoon. You Coons love soundtrack. Cocoon. Volunteers. Yeah. Commando, which i whatever. I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of Commando. Aliens. An American Tale, Batteries Not Included. Wait, he did
1: Aliens? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think, or
0: he did a song on it. He had something to do with it. That was yeah. the one that was like okay after. Batteries Not
1: Included makes me cry. Batteries Not Included. I almost put that on here.
0: That uh, was a good one. Uh, Willow, I said, Red Heat, Land Before Time, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Glory, and then let me come out a little bit of the 90s, or of the 80s, excuse me, Braveheart, Jumanji, and Avatar wow yeah all right max we are down to the very last one and it's yours it's very appropriate
1: that it's yours is it well you've
0: been doing a good job today okay other than you called me out on a couple things made me look stupid <laughs> but whatever all right let's see what you got go ahead and hit play when you are ready sir
1: if you don't know this
0: really you mean like back to the future where it took you a full six seconds to know what one, it was
1: This it comes in right away are you sure well then hit play i would bet my life i right. get in one second ready
0: oh all right there you go there you go Woo! The Goonies!
1: Yeah! <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the chunk Imperial March. You went with the Imperial March. What do you do? Yoda? Yoda's theme? Yeah. I do and love, Leia. I love Yoda's theme. Han, this is great. Han and Leia. This is great. Yeah. You just, God, this is great. It's synonymous. It's great. I mean, this is Vader in music form. Oh, this is really good. Is there anything else that's been this evil? Maybe the Joker in the Dark Knight with that kind of like twisted, yeah. like unhinged violin no you're right i mean this is like the most iconic score. listen hold on it. can i pull up close yours out john
0: williams no no pull can i can i pull up yoda's theme i just happen to love it so i'm gonna turn my screen so that you can see it can you see my screen if i do this yeah okay i'm gonna pull yoda's theme but i want to pull the actual scene from the movie because i just i this is for me by the way this is the perfect pick there's no question to me. This is no, the greatest. Honestly, this is the greatest score overall. Yep. I may disagree that you should have should have done this instead of the Imperial March, but I, I'm disagreeing by like a tenth of a fragment. Yeah, way a more percent. iconic. The bottom line is this entire score is probably the greatest film score of the 80s. Yep. This scene. And as a result, the score and everything about it is my individual favorite scene in any Star Wars film, for me personally. So when he's
1: lifting the... It's when he's lifting the
0: X-Wing. So yeah. I, w- I want you to watch it with us putting this focus on the score, because I, it, when you see it with the scene and you hear the talk, it's incredible. So I'm going to cue it up turn it up a little bit, too. So if
1: you're at home, put this on. Yeah. Yeah. Turn that up. It's a weirdly technical episode. I
0: know, right? All right. We're ready. <laughs> Look at him.
1: He's so little and green. His guy's <laughs> hand out. There's R2. <laughs> So mouthy. John Madden, play by play. Here's, I, right here's your right, right, right here.
0: <laughs> So listen, you hear the music? I do. Soft. Yeah. And it's that theme like... <laughs> yeah. Let the force <laughs> flow through.
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> not angry.
0: <laughs> Size matters not. Listen, just have it like... A crescendo, is that what <laughs> Swells. <one? laughs>
1: hmm? You just wanted to do your yoga.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Here it is. This is the best part. Okay, this is when the music hits its school.
3: <laughs>
0: that was the best part for me. Ugh. The horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm done. I'm done with my, I'm done fanboying out on yeah. Star Wars. Uh, well, all right, Max, take it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take
1: it away. So Empire is chasing down the rebels on Hoth. Luke begins his Skywalker training. Skywalker training. <laughs> his Jedi. He's, I like Skywalker training. Sounds right. He's walking out of yeah. the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi training with Yoda and his friends are pursued around the galaxy by Darth Vader, who in this movie really got, you got a sense of his personality a lot more. So John Williams, when he started this movie, he said he wanted loose ties to Star Wars, but not like complete ties. He wanted something unique and new. That's so smart. Because it gives it a whole different feel. Yeah. That's- yeah. So he has this unique way of scoring movies. It's called Mickey Mousing. Have you heard of this? I've not. Okay. So in animated movies, they basically score so that every movement is kind of scored by the music. Like yeah, you yeah. raise your right hand, they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Mm. It doesn't work well in live action movies. But John Williams is so good at what he does. He's like the king of Mickey Mouse. Oh wow. Yeah. So I have to go back and watch this and like take that new account. That's wild. Well, if you notice it he almost has the imperial march like darth vader's red carpet yeah like he's coming get ready for it yeah, you know yeah. you're in trouble mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and also the han and leia stuff he subtly puts it in the beginning like when they're on the comm link he has it kind of like slowly playing yeah, in the yeah. background yeah, yeah. And when they're fighting it's kind of this conflicted kind of love story mm-hmm. and finally when he's getting frozen in carbonite and he does the you know i know which is the <laughs> coolest thing <clears throat> in human history they really have it like moving high intensity yeah He has themes for everyone. There's an R2D2 and C3PO theme too. Right, right. And there's also a theme for Boba Fett, which uses oboes. Like, actually, he gave everyone except Luke Skywalker a theme. And when Mark Hamill saw like the music score, he goes, "Where's my theme?" He was really upset. <laughs> and I understand, like this is like the most iconic. I mean, it's yeah, it's that's that, I would
0: fall back on that. There's like there is no better. I mean, God, I mean, what do you even put up there? I mean, I, I would make the argument of Back to the Future is close, but yeah. I, I would never say it's the same. Like no, this is untouched. In particular, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, which I is the best of all the movies. Oh,
1: hands down. Yeah, yeah. It was the first movie to use the surround sound 5.1 audio. Mix. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like you could really hear it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And my fun random fact: I don't know if John. Williams did this, but it makes me <laughs> laugh every time. The Tontons <laughs> were voiced by an Asian sea otter named Moda. <laughs> you think Williams had a hand in that? Probably not. Well, cuz no, he had a theme for the Tontons too. It was heavy on bass and uh horns. I, I don't think he would have done. I think he would have if just done music. If he cares about sound, you know what I mean? He might be <laughs> he like, cares about give me sound. that agency I,
0: oh my I god, I need Moda.
1: Get me Moda. And
0: done. <laughs> and
1: complete. Uh, <laughs>
0: no, you ended it perfectly. You did, a, you did a great job today, man. I'm yeah. so proud of
1: you. You should put the Star Wars theme at the end. No, put the Yoda theme. The like, no, we just did it. We just did it. Okay.
0: I just give you a compliment. And then you're, you're derailing again. <laughs> uh, before you ruin this episode any more than you're trying to right now, why don't we hop into our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight? our fan spotlight this week, it's a risk. We took a risk. What? Because we've got some real pros that yeah. came out. And this was, is this was oh, cock. yeah. cocky cocky on our part because <laughs> we just spent like an hour-ish talking about classical music. I
1: like when the music goes and, play
0: and and like, yeah, in my I, ears. I, I, so just be gentle to us. Um, there is a podcast called Measuring the Score. And great we, name. And we, yeah, it's a great name. We came across them actually prior to our decision to even do this. We had been listening to their episodes they did a Back
1: to Future episode. They did.
0: I love it. I yeah. love what they do. I mean, l- let husband me, and wife. Husband and wife. Which I, anytime we run into a husband and wife, they there, I don't know how they're doing it. Right. <laughs> I can't put together an IKEA piece of furniture with my wife, but somehow they're able to do a podcast. So that's that's amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. So Chris has been a composer for almost twenty years, and his wife Leslie is a classically trained musician. So these guys know what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So do our Buzz in the Tower fans. We want you to check them out. Go to measuring underscore the underscore, score. So it's measuring the score with a couple underscores in there. Yeah. And They have a buy me a coffee, which is kind of like Patreon. And I know right now they're working on getting a new mic, right? Very
1: important. Very important. You like our crystal clarity. Yes.
0: Yeah. Go take some cabbage. Go check them out. And if you dig them, do the buy a cup of coffee. You can find all this on their Instagram page and you can check out their uh, podcast on Spotify, on Apple. It's worth a listen. It's great stuff. I promise. You learn a lot. Yeah, you really do. We were really excited that they were willing to come on and do our fan spotlight. So I'm excited to see what they came up with. And why don't we kick it over to them?
2: Hey, everyone. This is Chris and Leslie from Measuring the Score. Real quick, we're going to tell you our favorite 80s movie score. Leslie, you want to go first? Sure.
3: So my favorite score from the 80s is the Goonie score. And the movie was released in 1985. The score is by Dave uh, Grusin. And the movie, of course, has Josh Brolin, Sean Astin, Corey Feldman, among other actors in it. It is my favorite uh, score because it's got this nostalgia feel to it for me. Anytime I hear it, it instantly puts me back to that time of my youth. And I absolutely loved the movie when it came out. You know, growing up, my favorite things were history as well as uh, pirates, as well as action adventure. And so here you had this movie that had all these kids that went on to this wonderful adventure that had all of that in it. And it was my absolute favorite. So when I listened to that score, even to this day, it still makes me feel those warm, happy feelings from my childhood.
2: Okay, yeah, that was that was a good score. I, I enjoyed that. And, and Dave Grusin, we uh, recently discovered, was nominated for an Academy Award for his work on on Golden Pond. My favorite '80s score is Ghostbusters by Elmer Bernstein. Now, I mean, if you don't know who what you know Ghostbusters is, please you know just go find it. It's a fantastic movie and the score did not reflect the Ray Parker Jr. song. So I, I thought that was great what Elmer did. And, and it's every time I hear that score, I just get this fun, nostalgic feeling. And I'm just like, it. it's so fun to listen to that score. It really is. Because there's a theremin going on and he used like a several different synthesizers. And he he really enjoyed working on this. He, uh, one of his sons, Peter Bernstein, was one of the conductors for the score. So yeah. So those are our favorite.
3: It's a good score. I love it.
2: It it really is. It is a fun, fun score. So those are our favorite '80s score. So as always for Mission Score, I'm Chris. And I'm Leslie. Have a good one.
0: A woman after my own heart, Max. (laughs) Oh, man. The Goonies (laughs) has made its way back onto the show again. Oh, boy. Joking aside, you know, I love the Goonies, but she's right. That sense of adventure. I mean, we talked about this in Explorers. Just I, I love the score. I'll tell you what was really interesting. When Chris picked Ghostbusters, because I always associate Ghostbusters with Ray Parker Jr. Yeah. Yeah. But when I went, if you go back and think in your mind about it. There is an incredible score, just the initial introduction of that librarian, and then, oh, yeah, yeah, And then even just the music at the end when they flip the switch and all the ghouls, and it's like that kind of like jazzy sound to it. Yeah. There's a lot of different stuff going on in that movie. So I, I liked both their picks. Very cool. That's well done. Very well done. So again, measuring the, <laughs> measuring the score. Check them out. Hopefully, they are not humiliated by the job that Max and I did talking about the score. And Max, with that, we classed it up today on buzzing the tower we, uh <laughs> as always you know actually forget i say as always i got something else to talk about i Andrew. want to i want to revisit this again okay a thousand reviews. We did it. We did it. Can we retire now? We're done. We're millionaires. <laughs> millionaires, Max. Reminder to all of the listeners out there, please, if you haven't yet, subscribe and follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora. If it's a podcast player, we're on it. And YouTube too. YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel. It really e- helps,
1: guys. It really does.
0: Everything at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, Recently, we got like a flood of purchases from our online store, which we never, ever, ever plug. Yeah. Uh, but go to our online store; it's on our website, buzzinthetower.com. Softest t shirts you ever oh seen. Oh my gosh, they're great t shirts. Hoodies, sh- you can Snickers. you can wear that, and then if you're at like a cocktail party, you can say, "Yeah, this is a podcast about classical music," yeah. and people think you're fancy, so that's nice, right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and if you wear any of the gear, take a picture, you, or you su- yeah, or if you subscribe to any of our platforms, take a picture, we'll shout you out on social Absolutely. media. Absolutely, that's what we're here to do. You. Shout you hard. Can you <laughs> can you shout someone hard? You're such a
0: weirdo, man. I don't know. Every time at the end of the episode, the weird wheels come falling <laughs> off. Uh, I got nothing else. How do you want to end? What is what is your sage message to end on? Music can
1: change lives. Da-na-na-na. Da-na-na. For only five cents a day, you can save a music. Save? What are you talking about? Like those uh, Susan Saranda ads about. Su- <laughs> or Susan Summers. You just named the actress Sarah McLaughlin? hold on, Susan. You didn't even say Susan.
0: You didn't even say Susan Sarandon. You said Susan Saranda. I mixed them up. Then you went to Suzanne Summers. She does that stuff. The, she does not from Three's Company. Yeah,
1: she does. The Thigh Masters. Oh, thinking. the thigh master, Yeah. Jesus I mass. thought she saved starving kids. I got nothing.
0: Have a great weekend! Bye, <laughs> everybody. Have a great, great week. Thanks for joining us on Bus. <laughs>
1: Cue the outro music and goodbye.
3: You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.